Hey, welcome back to Write a Book That Doesn't Suck, the only podcast recorded by an author who's walking her dog. I'm your host, Jamie Ingle of The Right Ingle, and right beside me is my sweet hound dog, Ahsoka. We're here to teach you how to write books that don't suck. <laughs> um, today, you know, with the coronavirus going on, as of the recording of this, um, it just got called an epidemic yesterday. President Trump just announced no travel into the United States except for from the UK, uh, as far as Europe goes. So, um, you know, it's kind of scary out there, but as writers, our job is to reflect fiction. Uh, I'm sorry, our job is to create fiction that reflects real life. But there's a fine line in, in reflecting real life and being a journalistic reporter, right? So the, the key to that and the advice in this podcast is to think about how can you take something that's happening, good morning, and flip it to where it's now fiction. My dog saw a friend. You know, how, how can you take a story like, we'll just use the obvious, like the coronavirus, right? What's the easiest way to flip that fear and that emotion and that situation into a story? Well, the zombie apocalypse is coming, right? Like, obviously. So... In other cases, though, maybe you don't want to do in a zombie apocalypse. Maybe you feel like that's already been done. So what are some ways you could take something like the coronavirus and flip it and turn it into a different story? Well, you can make it a science fiction, right? You could go into a story world and find a way to build this virus that attacks humans... Sorry, I'm dropping nuggets on you and my dog's dropping her nuggets on the grass. Um, Couldn't you go in and find a world and create this virus and then discover what the effects might be? You know, what if they're saying the corona is um, not... There's been no deaths from people age 0 to 9, but 25% of people who catch it in the, I think it was 70s, maybe it was 80s and up, they die. So basically, this virus is attacking the elderly. So what would a world look like where there was no elderly? How would that change the relationships in families? How would that change your lifespan thought? Suddenly, if you don't live to be 80 or 70, now 50 and 60 is considered old age. So how would that affect an entire system of government and politics and uh, religion and life, you know, how can you take what's happening in your real world existence and push that into a story so that you're not retelling the story of life? That's a cool way. I think that would be a very cool concept to develop into a book. Um, You know, going with the zombie thing, I've heard that when people go on certain antidepressants, that they lose their, you know, they lose touch with their emotions and they become kind of apathetic. And I think they did that in a movie um, where people became apathetic. Um, I can't remember the name of it right now, but the, the concept was very cool. And instead of writing a story about maybe this, this author had a personal struggle with that, but they didn't want to write a story about their friend, their best friend going on, you know, Prozac or whatever, or, I don't know, I don't know drugs. Anyway, <laughs> I have to research that. Um, so instead, they decided, well, what if there was a society 
that was apathetic. Well, sure, you could go the zombie route again. I think zombies like answer everything, but you could go the zombie route and say that, you know, what would happen to a world of people that, you know, felt nothing, had no, no deep emotional experiences beyond animalistic, right? But what if you wanted to do something different? What if you wanted to do that science fiction or that dystopian and you wanted to see what the world would look like if people lost the ability to feel, you know? And obviously, the next logical step in that thought process would be, what if one person woke up? And a lot of, I think, the, um, the robot movies um, in the future, you know, those are all based off of that fear of, what if my Alexa becomes smarter than me? <laughs> you know, what do I do if, um, if my Alexa becomes self-aware, right? And those are things that we don't want to deal with or think about um, as people. So sometimes the best way to face life is to fake it, right? Is to take the real life and put it into a fictional story. At least in that moment, you can work it out. At least you can find a solution and implement it to resolution. If not in the real world, in the pages of your book. So... I would encourage you to take a look at some of your fears. Uh, they can be global fears, like the obvious pandemic that's happening today, um, which if you're listening to this after the coronavirus is over and Lord willing, we've all made it through, um, you remember what it felt like. You can write it about, uh, I just finished reading Scythe by Neil Schusterman. It's all about a society where death has been uh, removed and given out as a job to individuals for population control. Basically, they these scythes go out and they are to take lives at their discretion um, to keep the population down. Otherwise, people live forever. They've discovered, you know, eternal youth. Whatever. Uh, it's amazing, and you know, it's just an answer to a problem. Over, you know, overpopulation. And he created this amazing fiction that did not at all come across preachy or as a journalistic approach to, you know, nonfiction fiction. And he did the same thing with his previous series. Um, that one was called The Unwindistology. And in a nutshell, it's a world in the future where the pro-life and pro-choice war has occurred and the answer from the government that has kept society at bay is you can now, you can't abort your kids or you can't abort your fetus. No, I'm going to say it. You can't abort your kids, but you can unwind them, which means that until they're 18 years old, you can put them into this machine and piece by piece, skin to muscle, to organ, to bone, to marrow, to cell, they get stripped down until their existence disappears. And all of those pieces get shipped off to people who are in need of them. And it is an incredible series. And that obviously was based off of his either strong conviction one way or the other or confusion about the whole abortion issue. So what I'm going to encourage you guys to do, and maybe it's not going to be today that you write it, but I would like for you to think about two or three pressing Things, fearful events or, or situations in your current existence and write them out and then figure out 
a way that you can tell that story almost as a metaphor, like Neil has done and like um, the other examples I've given you, how we've seen them, real life problems, uh, explained or explored through fiction, through fantasy, through science fiction. Uh, I'd love to hear about it in the comments. And of course, I would love for you to subscribe, follow, and like this podcast and tell your friends about it. Um, If you want to join our Facebook group, we are at groups forward slash write a book that doesn't suck. Um, You are also welcome to um, pick up a copy of the book on Amazon. Sorry, there's a black cat that just crossed my path and she is staring down my dog like she wants to eat her. And I have a feeling she would win. The cat, not my dog. Um, Sorry, so go ahead and um, go over to Amazon and grab a copy of that book. And, and of course, I want to talk about what you want to learn. So please take a moment, jot in the notes or jot on the Facebook group. What do you want to know about? What are you interested in learning? I would love to talk about it. And follow all the other podcasts here at Space Coast Podcast Network. You guys are amazing. And until next time, happy writing.